Are you planning to take a break for the holidays? I pray that you have it on the calendar, but most importantly, I pray that it's going to be a guilt-free break. So in this episode, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some things to consider as you take your break to get ready for it, what you do before, what you're doing doing during, and then even how you transition back into homeschool. And I just want to use this episode as a way to encourage you that it's okay to take it and that it can be a beautiful gift that you give yourself. So if that sounds like something that you need, and even if you think you don't need, listen anyway, and then let me know and grab your chai tea latte, your cozy blanket, your comfy socks, and let's dive in. Keys and music. Hey, homeschool mom. Are you feeling a little stressed out? Are you tired? Are you downright exhausted from trying to do all the things? Are you feeling overwhelmed by everything you think you should be doing? Or are you afraid that you're just not doing enough? Well, I want you to know two things. Number one, you are not alone. Trust me, we all have these feelings. And number two, you're in the right place. I'm Inga Masik, and this is the Catch Your Breath podcast. Here, we'll talk about the fears and the emotions that we usually keep to ourselves, and you're gonna get some practical strategies to reduce your stress and to make your journey a little easier so you can walk in the freedom and the joy of homeschooling. So whether you need a moment to laugh, a moment to cry, a moment to yourself, or something in between, I pray that you will take this moment to catch your breath. Ready, set, breathe. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Catch Your Breath podcast. I'm so excited that you have decided to join me, whether this is your first time or you're back again. This is the place where I want to make sure that you leave feeling encouraged and empowered and ready to move and do some amazing things in your child's education. But I know that I know that I know that in order for you to do that, it starts with you. So how are you doing? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you prioritizing your self-care, your holistic self-care, not just bubble baths and, you know, chai tea lattes, which I do love, but are you really looking at all of the aspects of what makes you, you? Are you looking at your physical? Are you looking at your emotional, your social, your spiritual? All of those pieces make up who you are. And so when you're looking at your self-care routine, your action, whatever it is, you have to look at all of those places. So I am going to talk to you today about really taking a break and most importantly, taking a guilt-free break for the winter season for the holidays. But as we talk about that, we want to look a little bit at how we can ensure that we're feeding all parts of who we are, and that would be for those seven pillars. And so we'll talk a little bit about that, but I just hope that you will take this opportunity as you're listening to breathe. And I have to say, I know that I talk pretty fast, and so I have to slow myself down so that you can be in your calm place, in your place where you truly can receive this. First and foremost, I want to ask you, have you thought about taking a break? And if you have, have you planned when you're going to stop schooling, if you haven't already, and when you're going to start back up? That's key. 
because you'll want to know how much time you have for this break. And I always love to hold myself accountable for the time that I have versus all of the things that I want to do. I've already told you, if you've listened already, that I'm a part of team too much. I might even be the leader. And so I have a lot of times too many things on my list of things that I want to accomplish. And the truth of the matter is that when I don't write those things down, when they're just kind of living in my brain and living in my mind, and then I get to the end of the day and haven't done all of the things, I feel a little defeated. I feel upset with myself. But what I realize, and I wish I would just just get that and do it more often because, you know, when you know better, you do better, right? <laughs> but sometimes I don't. But I know that when I write those things down, when I get all of that down on paper, I'm able to do two things. A, I'm able to see what I need to get done so that I'm able to then get it done because this brain does not always remember those things. But also, and I think even more importantly, I get to see what things I should prioritize over other things. Because sometimes you just have this gnawing feeling that you want to do these things, this thing. And sometimes when you don't write everything down, when you're not thinking about all the things you need to get done, when you have a small amount of space or when you you can't figure out what is the next thing you should be doing right then, then you just kind of quickly do something that may not be the most important. It may be something that's that you're using to get away from doing the thing that's harder or that you really need to do. And so you end up doing all of those little things and not getting to the big things that you have in your mind or those gnawing, like annoying things that you're like, I need to do that. I need to do that. And then you get to the end of the day, it doesn't happen. And now you're feeling guilty and you're beating yourself up. So it's important that we really think about what we want to accomplish during this break that we're taking. And that goes hand in hand by with understanding how much time we're giving ourselves for that. So we're going to write down, you know, this is how long the break is going to be. And it also is going to hold you accountable to stopping. One of the best ways to do that is put it on the calendar for the kids and it they will get you. They will definitely stop and they will make sure that you stop. Right. But if you need to stop before then, then it becomes a treat for them. But you're holding yourself accountable. You know, you have this amount of time and then you're going to pause. You're going to stop. You're going to take that much needed break. I want to encourage you that as you're thinking about what you want to do over this break, 100%, we know that taking some time for yourself, just relaxing, you know, zoning out, whatever it is, is key. Because you've been going, you've been pushing, you've been doing all the things, you've been writing all the lessons, you've just been in go mode. And so it's really good to press pause and just enjoy that time with your family. I truly hope that you have been listening to all of the other episodes that I've done on this holiday stress so that you are doing the most important things with your family and you're not even more stressed just because you've taken the homeschooling off of your plate and now you're trying to do all of the other things and it's stressing you out. So hopefully during this time, you're doing what's most important to you and your family, taking that break, cultivating the family time, culting, you know, doing the bonding, all of that stuff. And so definitely you want to do that. But if you're anything like me, that is key. That is number one. That is most important. But I know as I go through 
my day with homeschooling my kids, a lot of times there are some things I really want to get to, like, for instance, our school closet. We go in that closet all the time. We're constantly taking things out, moving things. People are looking for stuff, and that's where the printer is. So when I go in there and I see it, sometimes like, ah. And sometimes I might straighten straighten it up, but then I'm like, I really want to just get everything back into the place where it needs to be. And so that's on my mind constantly. Like when I have a break, that's what I'm going to do. This season, you know, when we do this winter break, I'm, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to do this thing. We also have uh, another school closet that kind of has more of the art supplies and all that stuff. And I did labels to them, but you know, I don't know why they just never get back in the right place. (laughs) And so I'm thinking I want to do that. So those are two major projects that I really want to do. But the reality is I have added lots of projects in my mind. So when I'm looking for a book on the, on the bookshelf, I'm like, Oh, you know, we used to have these set up in a really good organized way. I need to do this. Oh, and you know what? These baseboards need to get done. Oh, and, and you just keep adding and more stuff in my closet. I'm, I'm, you know, trying to readjust and do my closet. And so I've got all these different projects. And what can happen is when you have all of that in your mind and you're like, when that time comes, I'm going to have this break. I'm going to have two weeks. I'm going to have three weeks. You're, you think, I'll have time to do that. But the reality is you don't realize how long those things are going to take. And it could be because you haven't written them down. And then also you forget that you have other things you're trying to do. And for me, what happens if I have all of those things in my mind, then I can be just like a little, I was going to say like a butterfly, but I think it's more like a bee a busy bee that's like going from one thing to the next thing and trying to fit those things in and not actually saying, well, what was the most important thing that I needed to do? And because I have all of those things in my head, it's hard for me sometimes to then take that time for myself. So all of that to say that I think it's key to write down all of the things that you think that you want to do. Look at your time and remember you're, you're, thinking about the holiday time and the seasonal time. For instance, if your husband is off during that time and your guys are planning to go somewhere, you got to think about that. If he's off, sometimes you're not planning going somewhere, but you just want to spend time with you and the children. You have to think about that. But I think that it's key for us to write that down so that we can be intentional, but can just see it because what I know that I know and I have to do this to myself all the time, is I likely cannot do all of the things. I want to, but I cannot. And if I don't write all of that stuff down, as you can tell, I'm all about writing. love writing. My hands have been hurting lately, so <laughs> that has been so hard. It's been so challenging for me <laughs> because both hands um, have just really been taking me on the ride. And because I love to write things down, I'm having to do a lot more of the digital stuff. And I know that it's convenient, but I don't love it. I'll just be honest with you. (laughs) So I'm, I'm on the struggle bus, but as you can tell, I'd love to write things down for me. I need to see it visually. I need to see all of the things I have to do so that I can start to prioritize and say, is this realistic? One of the things that I learned still learning and still practicing from a coach. And I cannot think of her name. Well, yeah, she's a coach. She's like a time management coach. Her podcast is called Systemize Your Life. Um, I want to say it's Polly, but I do not think that that's her name. Um, Chelsea Joe. Yeah. Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. She talks about really being able to have these time 
um, buckets, I guess you would call it, where you actually are kind of scheduling your things out. I love that because it gives a purpose to my day and then I don't feel as guilty doing one thing because I know if I've planned to do that one thing in this bucket, then I know that the other, whatever the other things are, I've either planned them in another bucket or I have said that they're not going to happen during this time. The reason why I'm really kind of going in on being intentional about this time, planning this day, you know, planning this break, so to speak, is because I think it's important for us in order to have a guilt-free break that we are intentional about what we want to accomplish and about what we can't accomplish. If you want your break to have nothing to do with homeschooling, meaning that you're not going to organize closets, you're not going to lesson plan, you're not going to do any goal planning, whatever that is, in order for that to happen, you have got to turn down the noise of the lies that say that taking that break, not doing that will be detrimental to your next semester coming up, to your children, to whatever it is. And so you have to know if that's the thing. If you're feeling like I need it, but I feel like I can't take the break because I feel that we're going to fall behind or whatever it is, you have to name that. You have to own that. And then you have to be intentional about saying, is that true? Doing that litmus test. Is that a true statement? Why do I believe that that's true? Nine out of 10 times, it's not. The two weeks isn't going to really make that much of an indent in them you know, in their learning. But if you're feeling that and you've not named that, then you just kind of have this, I keep going thing. And you, or you're not pausing to take a moment to say, "Is why am I feeling this? What can I do about it? And is it real? Because a lot of times it's just not real. So you want to take, the first thing you want to do is really decide when this break is going to be. And then we want to then look at what do you need during this break time? I take for granted sometimes that everybody needs the same thing that I need. We all do. But when I'm speaking to you, I don't want to automatically assume that you actually need a restful break in the way that I need it because you know your personality. And if you've been putting off some things, like I said, our school closet, my closet, whatever it is to do during this time, and you know that if you do not get this thing done and you are just trying to relax and, you know, spend that time doing whatever it is you're trying to do, but you're going to be stressed about it and you actually are not going to be able to relax because you know you have this thing that you have to do, then me saying for you to relax isn't going to do anything for you because it's going to be nagging at you. So that's the first thing is to determine what kind of break is this going to be for you? Obviously, because it is our seasonal time, it's going to be your holiday break where you're more than likely going to be spending time with your family and doing those family things. But on top of that, we want to ensure that we know is this the type of break that I'm trying to get some things done? 
is this the type of break that I just need to rejuvenate because I'm feeling completely stressed out. I can feel myself at the halfway point being at the brink of burnout and I know that I've got to just press pause and take care of myself or is and because it can be all of those things you can you know fit them all in and is this the type of break where I feel like I need to just completely get away by myself so I need to kind of recharge I need to press the recharge button and the way that I need to do that is to step away from all things and the reason why I think that's important to know what that is what kind of break you're needing is because if you need a certain type of break and you're taking a different kind of break then you go back into the new school year not have not giving yourself what you need and now you're just kind of starting that cycle again where you're feeling overwhelmed where you're feeling stressed out where you're starting to feel like you do not want to do this anymore And so we know, I have recognized that for some people, their break time is just key to getting organized. For some people, their break time is, I don't want to do anything. I just want to guilt-free without the guilt. I want to have my iPad or my Kindle or whatever it is. I just want to read some books. I want to play some games. I just want to relax. I want to binge out and watch the shows that I've missed. Whatever it is, it's okay. It's important for you to recognize what is it that you need during this time and then to set up the time in a way that you give yourself what you need. As I talked about in the very beginning, when we are looking at the holistic wellness and we're looking at our holistic well-being, if you are starting to feel burnout, there are a couple of things that you'll want to do. The first and foremost thing is to ask yourself why you're feeling that. Are you frustrated with the organization of the day? Are you frustrated with your curriculum? Are you frustrated with maybe your children's behaviors or the things they are or aren't doing? Are you frustrated or feeling burnt out because of your lack of preparation? Are you frustrated because you're on team too much and you're trying to do too many things? And as you can see, as I'm asking that, based on what that is causing your burnout or causing those feelings, that's the thing you're going to tackle. So if you recognize that you're at the brink of burnout and you know it's one of those things, then that's what you're going to tackle. You're going to look at what is the key thing that is causing me to feel it. I do believe that it's important to first rejuvenate to refresh, to take care of yourself before you tackle this thing. So I always um, try to, as I'm leading up to the break, do some things to kind of wrap up what we're doing so that when I'm at the end of that break time, I can just stop without doing some other things and then stopping. So our break is coming up in a few days. And as I am doing things with the children, I'm thinking about the stuff that I know that I want to do, because there are some things that I want to do, but I'm trying to wrap up as much as I can so that when we are done, when that when that day is done, that I'm not going to do anything else until I come back around to another time at the end. And so I was going to talk about this later, but I'll say now, for me, I think it's important to write out all the things that I want to do. And that's that's the way that I try to do it. 
have everything down that at least that I can remember because I feel like I, re I start to have more things come to my head. Look at that and say, okay, what are three is my favorite number when it comes to this? What are my big threes that I really want to accomplish and that I can't accomplish? Because some, some tasks and things that I want to accomplish are just going to take longer than this or are going to take more brain capacity or finances or whatever it is. And so those things have to wait. But are there some big things that I want to be able to do? And yes, related to homeschooling, that's on the list, but also apart from that. So we're right now working on my daughter's room. So I know that's on the list and trying to decide now because the school closet, the school art area and my closet are all on the list and trying to decide, is that something that you're going to be able to do? Because more than likely, I can't do all three. Or if I do all three, I'm going to be taken away from something else. And then we still have the holiday things are on the list. So I have all of those things on the list. And then I say, okay, so I want to make sure that I get to the big three. But I know that I need to take care of my personal well-being and so now I have to say okay now let me look at my action plan what is which are the things throughout this school year do I feel like I've really been lacking or missing in so for me honestly it I've I have felt and I've been trying to focus on this once I started realizing it is I felt that my spiritual wellness was just kind of being rushed like I was doing my devotions every morning, but it felt like, okay, I did my devotions check as opposed to just spending some time really lingering in God's word and, and praying with him and sitting with him and talking to him. And so while me spending that time during this break time isn't a quick, isn't a fix that's, you know, long-term, so to speak, it's still is something that I'm prioritizing that I'm saying, I really want to spend some time since I don't have to rush to do, go to school. I want to spend some time really just sitting in with his word. So that's on the list. Looking at your pillars, you'll want to decide which is the area that you feel has really been lacking and what can you do about it? So if maybe it's your physical and you're saying, mm, well, I don't know that I can really do anything because all of the eating's happening or whatever, but it can be that you say, I'm going to see, I'm going to stretch every morning over the break time or three times during the break time or whatever it is, I'm going to make an appointment with my doctor to see what's going on, but whatever the thing is, whatever it is, you're just looking at those pillars and saying, what is the thing that I really have not been able to pay attention to that I actually can pay attention to during this time that I can prioritize? And then I know this one seems a little weird, but can you determine a vision for this break? Can you sit down, give yourself a moment and say, what would make this break spectacular? And it might be a situation where you're involving your family to say, you know, we we're going to have the next two weeks off for school. What would make it epic? What would make it amazing? Whatever it is, you might be surprised because for your children, they might say, I just want to play video games. I just want to be able to play video games every day because that might not be something that they get to do. Or I just want to be able to watch TV if, if you know, if they don't get to watch TV during the the break time or can we go to some different places you know if you have snow they might say can we go out and do a snow fight whatever it is that you're hearing what their idea of a break of what would make the break really amazing and then you're also thinking about how that fits in for you the reason why I like to do that is because I think that sometimes when for me at least I'm thinking about all the things that I want to do 
I feel guilty if I'm setting aside this time for myself, prioritizing all that I need, but not really looking at what they might need. And so, yes, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day kind of have its own rhythm. But the rest of the time, feeling like maybe I am dropping the ball on what it is that they need. And it just could be that I don't know. Or the opposite, as a, you know, card carrying member of Team Too Much, I might try to put too many things on their plate. We're going to do this. We're going to go here. We're going to have this field trip. We're going to do all that because I think that that's what they need. And I could be completely wrong. And so if I just have a conversation, I can find that out. And then also I could say, all right, so this is what the plan is. Kind of, I have, uh, and it, I probably made them this way, but they like to know what's the plan, what what's on the agenda, what's on the plan. I put it on the calendar, but also to say, you know what? Everybody's going to be able to play on their video game, video games for this time. We're going to do screen time or whatever. I'm going to need some time during the day to do this, that, and the third, whatever it is. I'm just being clear with them so that everybody walks away understanding kind of what is going to happen, what the expectations are. And so I think for me, that helps it to be guilt-free break because I know at least, or at least feel that everybody is getting what they need during this time. Also, because I have to say it, and if you've been listening at all, then you won't be surprised, but I am going to encourage you to also use this break as a time for some gratitude and some reflection. So I think it's key and also fun, but also I understand that it might feel like extra, but I think that it's key to keep a journal or something where you are able to write down your successes and your wins. If I have said it before, I will say it again and I will keep on saying it. A lot of times we are not giving ourselves enough credit for all that we're doing, but I honestly think it's because we have a little bout of amnesia. I will speak for myself. I know that I do. I forget all of the goodness, all of the amazingness, all of the wonderfulness that we are doing that has happened. I know a lot of times, even the things I do do and remember, I negate them and kind of like, well, that wasn't a big deal, whatever it is. And I think that it's key to reflect on what you've done so that you can celebrate it, so that you can see that you have had successes. And so that could even be something that you do with the family where you're just talking about, let's talk about some of the best things that we did. If you have been keeping up with your journals, writing your little prompts in your planners and looking at the day's successes, and you can spend some time talking about that. You can find out from them what was the best part of the first half of our school year. And then you could also go a step further and say, what was the most challenging part? And then you can put that into your planning. It's key to take a moment and reflect and be able to, to see all of what you've done. And then hopefully when you see that, then you can calm yourself enough to truly enjoy your breaks. You're like, oh yeah, we did do that. If you do the challenge piece, especially if you're looking at, you know, after the, the New Year's and you just kind of sit down and talk about what was challenging, what didn't work, what was calling causing you burnout, maybe what was, you know, causing anxiety in your children, then you're able to say, all right, so how can I do more of what worked 
and subtract the things that didn't. It's not that you're going into a whole nother planning season and doing all planning again, but you are thinking about what worked and what didn't work so that you can try to do less of what's not working and try to do more of what is working. And so if that feels like I just do not want to do that right now, then listen, you're listening. We're almost over. But then go back and listen to this again after the holidays and after um, New Year's and see if it resonates with you more. Because I think that taking that time to reflect and it doesn't have to be anything huge, but truly it can be not just fulfilling, but it can be eye opening. And then it can give you a reason to really go into the New Year's truly celebrating and then going to your remainder of your school year kind of revived because you know that there are some things that have been working. And so you can feel great about that. If you are planning to take a break, the most important thing is to make sure that it serves you and your family well, that there's no guilt in this break and that you're taking the rest that you need if you need rest and you're getting the task that you need to get done if you feel like there are some tasks that you need to get done. If you can do that, then this break truly can be a time of connection for your family, which is definitely what you need and then rejuvenation for yourself because you know you need that for your overall well-being but then also growth because now you're able to see that the journey that you've been on this homeschooling journey has truly been giving you success and that you've been doing things better than you thought you were and that can really help to refresh you and get you started again it can recharge you so this week's affirmation is to tell ourselves, remind ourselves that I embrace this break as a time for growth, connection, and rejuvenation. And then a last piece, because it is, for me, one of the most things, if you can, and I pray that you will make time to do that, take a moment to be still. Be still and know that he is God. And just sitting in that that sense of that he is God reminds you that you don't have to do all the things that as you're looking at the things that you feel like you didn't do that it's okay that all of the things that are on your list if you say you know he is God then you're talking to him about which are the things that need to take priority and you can take this time to really look at your holistic well-being as a gift to yourself from him because he loves you. And so when you're still and you let him be God, then he I feel like he can remind you that you're beautifully and wonderfully made. He can remind you that your body is a temple. He can remind you that he's giving you rest. He can remind you to give yourself some grace for all the things that you are probably beating yourself up about going into the to the holiday season thinking, well, goodness we're so we're going to be so behind we shouldn't you know sometimes when you're looking at what you've done I know the big thing you get is oh we should be further along than we are oh this is ridiculous so am I and we don't want to do that we do not want to do that I pray I really truly pray that this holiday season will be your least stressful one that you will truly enjoy that you'll have some balance through all of those different pillars that you'll be able to balance homeschooling and being a mom, being a woman, being a wife, being you and those things that you want to pursue and that you will 
take this time during your holiday break to reflect on that and jump back in feeling excited about the second part of school and excited about how you're going to make it all work. I truly pray that for you, not just for this holiday season, but throughout your entire homeschool journey. So if you listened to me talk about this holiday season, this Christmas season, and you're feeling like you feel stressed throughout your entire homeschool year, please know you don't have to feel that way. You don't have to go through that. If homeschooling is feeling heavy, I want to help you lighten the load together. It's simple. Just book a consultation. We talk, we plan, and then you start enjoying teaching your kids. We can make this next year the best one yet. Even if it didn't start out great for you, even if you've been overwhelmed, even if you feel like you've had so much on your plate that you cannot figure out how to juggle it all, let's talk. It doesn't have to be stressful and I truly can help you. So if you're wondering what that could look like, then book a call and you can find the link in the show notes. We'll see you right back here on our next episode. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms. You'll get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there. You can participate in the fun challenges. And of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! Mommy! (laughs) Well, that's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath.